I know we've never met, but I will give you the keys to this brand new car if I could just take your bank details from you. This parachute hasn't been used before, but it should be okay for your first jump. If I could just place this apple on your head, try to keep still with your back against the tree and look toward the man with the bow and arrow with the blindfold on. As you may have already sussed out, these statements should all raise alarms or red flags in your head as they are all centred on the very topic of today's episode, risk. In the world of business, risk is inevitable. As professionals, it's crucial that we're able to communicate risks effectively and in the right manner. We need terminology that helps us identify, evaluate and manage risks effectively. This not only ensures the success of our projects and ventures, but also allows us to make more informed decisions. In today's episode of the Business English Podcast, we'll be discussing practical terminology that is commonly used in Business English to talk about risk. On today's episode, we'll explore the following key areas. Terminology for identifying risk, evaluating risk, mitigating risk, communicating risk, and finally, monitoring and reviewing risk. So, with a seriously risky episode ahead, let us steady our nerves with an all-too-familiar serenade. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Business English Podcast, helping professionals communicate more effectively, more confidently, and with impact, with your host, Rob from Energetic English. Let's get down to business. Okay, so this episode is by no means exhaustive, but rather is designed to give you a good orientation toward the correct technical language professionals may use when dealing with risk. As we have already laid out, the episode will comprise five sections in a fairly sequential manner that feed loosely into one another so that by the end of this episode, you will have a good understanding of the key terminology that a professional uses when dealing with various different stages of risk. Now, although you may think this is oriented toward a senior level of management and, of course, communication, it would be remiss of me not to point out that even the most junior position has an obligation to highlight potential risk within an organisation. So, with that key point in mind, let us begin our journey with the topic of identifying risks. Now, identifying risks is the first step in the risk management process, and it involves recognising potential threats and challenges that your business or project might face. To help you discuss risk identification in a professional setting, here are four key phrases to keep in mind. Now, of course, I will be repeating the terminology twice before pausing and then going on to explain it and giving an example. 1. Potential risk factors. Potential risk factors. These are elements or conditions that could negatively affect your business or project. For example, we need to consider the potential risk factors involved in expanding our operations to new markets. 2. Areas of vulnerability. Areas of vulnerability. 
These are the weak points or aspects of your business that could be exploited or negatively affected. You might say, we need to identify the areas of vulnerability in our supply chain to ensure a smooth operation. 3. Risk Assessment Risk Assessment This is the process of analysing and evaluating potential risks. For instance, we should conduct a thorough risk assessment before launching our new product line. 4. Threat Analysis Threat Analysis This involves examining various aspects of potential risks and their potential impact. You could mention, Our team will perform a threat analysis to determine the most pressing issues we need to address. By using these key phrases, you can clearly and effectively discuss risk identification in a business setting. In the next section, we'll explore how to evaluate risks and determine their potential impact on your business. Now that we've covered identifying risks, let's move on to our second section, evaluating risks. Evaluating risks involves determining the likelihood of a risk occurring and the severity of its impact. This helps you prioritize risks and allocate resources accordingly. Here are four key phrases to keep in mind when discussing risk evaluation. One, likelihood of occurrence. Likelihood of occurrence. This refers to the probability of a risk event happening. For example, we need to estimate the likelihood of occurrence for each identified risk to prioritize our resources. 2. Severity of impact. Severity of impact. This refers to the potential consequences or damage a risk event could cause. You might say, the severity of impact for a data breach could be catastrophic for our company's reputation. 3. Risk matrix. Risk matrix. This is a visual tool used to assess and prioritize risks based on their likelihood and impact. For instance, let's create a risk matrix to help us prioritize the risks we've identified. 4. Risk appetite. Risk appetite. This refers to the level of risk an organization is willing to accept in pursuit of its objectives. You could say, our risk appetite will determine which risks we need to address immediately and which can be monitored over time. By using these four phrases, you can effectively discuss risk evaluation in a professional setting. In our next section, we'll explore various risk mitigation strategies and how to communicate risks effectively. So now that we've covered evaluating risks, let's dive into our third section, mitigating risks. Risk mitigation involves developing and implementing strategies to reduce the likelihood or impact of identified risks. There are four main types of this mitigation, prevention, reduction, transfer, and acceptance. To help you discuss risk mitigation in a professional setting, here are four key phrases to keep in mind. 1. Risk mitigation strategies. Risk mitigation strategies. 
These are the actions or plans designed to minimize the impact or likelihood of a risk event. For example, we need to develop risk mitigation strategies for the most critical risks we've identified. 2. Contingency plan. Contingency plan. This is a backup plan or alternative course of action prepared in case a risk event occurs. You might say, we should create a contingency plan for potential disruptions in our supply chain. 3. Reducing exposure. Reducing exposure. This refers to minimizing the potential harm or impact of a risk event. For instance, by diversifying our suppliers, we can reduce our exposure to supply chain disruptions. 4. Transferring risk. Transferring risk. This involves shifting the responsibility or impact of a risk event to another party, such as through insurance or outsourcing. You could say, we can transfer the risk of potential legal issues by hiring a specialised legal firm. By using these four key phrases, you can effectively discuss risk mitigation strategies in a business setting. In our next section, we'll explore how to communicate risks effectively and ensure everyone's on the same page. So, as we hurtle through this episode, we've already covered a whole host of things, with the last section being risk mitigation. Now, let's move on to our fourth piece here, which is communicating risks. Effective communication is essential when discussing risks to ensure all stakeholders are aware of potential issues and understand the steps being taken to address them. Transparent communication can also help to build trust and foster a proactive approach to risk management within an organisation. Now, here are four key phrases to keep in mind when discussing risk communication. 1. Transparent communication Transparent communication. This refers to sharing information openly and honestly, even when it pertains to potentially negative or challenging situations. For example, we need to maintain transparent communication with our stakeholders about the risks involved in this project. 2. Risk reporting. Risk reporting. This involves regularly sharing updates and progress on risk management activities. You might say, we should establish a risk reporting process to keep the team informed about our risk mitigation efforts. 3. Escalation process. Escalation process. This is a predefined set of steps to follow when a risk event occurs or becomes more severe. For instance, we need to develop an escalation process to ensure timely responses to any emerging risks. 4. Stakeholder buy-in. Stakeholder buy-in. This refers to obtaining support and agreement from the people involved or affected by a decision or project. You could mention... By communicating risks effectively, we can gain stakeholder buy-in and facilitate a smoother risk management process. Okay, so with the aforementioned phrases, you can now start to effectively communicate risk information to stakeholders and start to foster that proactive approach to risk management. 
And lastly, in this final section, we're going to discuss the importance of monitoring and reviewing risks in the ever-changing business landscape. As we reach our final stop on this journey of risky business, let's discuss monitoring and reviewing risks. Now, in the ever-changing business landscape, it's crucial to continually track and assess risks to ensure that your risk management strategies remain effective. Regular reviews also help to identify new risks and learn from past experiences. So here are the final four key phrases for this episode to keep in mind when you're discussing risk monitoring and review. One, risk monitoring. Risk monitoring. This involves keeping an eye on identified risks and tracking their status or any changes. For example, we need to establish a risk monitoring process to ensure we stay informed about any developments. Two, performance indicators. Performance indicators. These are measurable values that demonstrate the effectiveness of risk management efforts. You might say, we should establish performance indicators to measure the success of our risk mitigation strategies. Three, regular reviews. Regular reviews. This refers to scheduled assessments of risk management activities to ensure their continued effectiveness. For instance, we need to conduct regular reviews of our risk management processes to identify areas for improvement. Four, lessons learned. Lessons learned. This involves reflecting on past experiences, both positive and negative, to inform future risk management efforts. You could mention, after completing the project, we'll document lessons learned to improve our risk management approach in future projects. So through using these aforementioned phrases, you can effectively communicate and discuss risk monitoring and review in a business environment. And of course, regularly revisiting and updating your risk management strategies is essential for maintaining a handle on your ever-changing business landscape and of course, ensuring continued success. And so as we wrap up today's episode, remember that understanding, managing and communicating risk is crucial for success in the business world. We hope you found these practical phrases helpful and that you begin to confidently use them in those real-life business situations. We are sure it won't be the last time that we touch on this risky subject, so let us know if there's anything else you'd like to hear from us. You can get in touch via the link in the show notes. And that's it from us here on the Business English Podcast. So until next time, keep it strictly business. You have been listening to the Business English Podcast. Remember to subscribe, leave a review, and we'll see you next time.